Hey guys, it is on? Scotch for Dummies. Four guys in Scotch for All four of you. us here on time tonight. This is uh, first in a while. Almost unprecedented. Happy Thursday. <laughs> I'm Andrew. I'm Drew. I'm Sean. And I'm Mark. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the bar. I'm pouring my first dram of the night. Yeah, hey, right. yeah, right. We've been doing reviews. <laughs> it's going to be a good show. A good show. It's be a great show. Excellent show. So we have oh. quite the agenda this evening, oh, gentlemen. Oh, it's going to be fun. Uh, so, start the night off with, let's say hi to everybody. Who's on, man? Is it, I, I saw, I, I was up. checking the uh, the live chat, and I noticed we were first to comment on the live chat. Awesome. <laughs> Trooper Henry said, someday I'll be first, damn it. <laughs> oh. Maybe. <laughs> Obviously, Bob's on, and he's been drinking the Kill Karen 8. I, he, I oh. think he's going to go through that pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad that we we got to wait for the U.S. release. They say it's coming. They say it's coming. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Don't, don't and, pay the $200 for it right now. Just wait. It's, it'll be good. Steve's on, of course. We just got done talking to him Next on the, uh, the the pre-show on Discord. So if you guys don't know anything about that and you're a patron, you need to get on the pre-show and the post-show because we uh, we get on Discord and talk some more. Yep. Um, Chat it up. Hey, gents. Who's that? Rostislav? Yep. Rostislav? Good, good for joining. Greg Bowers is on here. KB. KB. My man KB. One loves cars. Stuff for work. Mark Jake G. Of course. Andrew Spurl. Wheelhouse Whiskey. Welcome, sir. We got something for him tonight. We do. We do indeed. Mm -hmm. What's Uh, Who else we got on here? Tom R. What do you think? Right? Man. The Linux Cat. Hello, Linux Cat. He was was on last week. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, man. Gregor's on here. Whiskey to Success is on here. There's cause. I knew. Where, I'm like, where's one last cause? Paul really? Megan's in here. Yeah, we got it. Brian, good to see you. Damn. Yeah. Darling. Brian, yeah. So it looks like we got a pretty good crowd starting off. Yep. Uh, What's on the plate tonight, gents? Well, we're going to start off with this Glendronic that we sampled. Since we all just poured it, we can Well, it. so it was the review we posted on Monday. It that happens to be the topic of tonight's show. Yeah, sure. And it's the review is doing really well. I mean, there's been 2,000 views on it. People are interested in this particular bottle, which is probably more than I thought. I um, we've got a lot of good comments on it. Uh, there's been a lot of good comments on the channel altogether. Uh, for, I, so it's been can we busy. describe what the bottle was? For the what, podcast people? No, for the bodca- podcast people, this is... The Glendronic Portwood. Um, so it is finished in Portwood. Um, this is... 10 years old. 10 years old. What's the ABV on this thing? 46. 46. 46. I think it's... And what did they say? I can't remember from the review. It's eight years it's in... Like seven years in their typical seven. sherry, I think, and then three years in Portwood. Yeah. yeah. So, one of the things that I, I know struck me was that I thought that they did a pretty good job with the port finishing part of it. Um, just because port's tough. Right. Um, if you do it too long, it can get bitter, it can get overdone, but you can also, you know, just get a splash of it and then it's almost like, well, I, I don't get any of the port, you know? So, I, I think wow. they did, you know, and I'm not surprised it's Glendronic, so... They did a, a nice job of getting a, a good balance. You get some of the port without, you know, you can still get to the whiskey. It doesn't taste bitter. It doesn't, you know, throw everything off. It's actually kind of nice. But so, I mean, a wine dummy here. Why? Why is that? There are so many sherry finished scotches out there. That's everybody's finishing sherry. I mean, it almost sounds like that one's too easy, right? It what is. are we gonna put this in? I don't know. Put it in the next barrel of head sherry, and it'll be fine. Hmm. But you don't see many ports. Is that just because? It, I, is it a flavor profile is it thing? Expensive? What is? Is it expense? I I don't know. My my guess would be that I mean it's it's just a different style of wine. Yeah. See, my my view is that sherry is kind of close to whiskey in its kind of flavor profile with the sweetness and I mean so so, so it complements it. It complements it really well, and so you can kind of marry those together, and you can over sherry things, but it's really hard. And you can under sherry, which you can barely taste that because the whiskey and the sherry marries well. So it's you have a lot broader range yeah. of running with that sherry. Whereas port, it it's a, it's almost a contrast flavor. So if you if you hit too much port, mm, yeah, gotta, I I think it gets that that tannic bitter red wine um, that that if it if it's overdone kind of stands out to me because we've had a couple that I was like. Ooh, 
something doesn't taste right. It's almost like uh, grape pits or, you know. Right. Like There's the a few other like ones out there. I think yeah, Dalmore's got one, yeah. uh, Port Finish. Mm-hmm. They're, they're out there. But then but there's, there's a few that we've tried that, you know, you take a sip and you're like, man, it tastes like whiskey. Like, where's <laughs> no, the, no port I, I don't hear, yeah. I don't get any port in that. They poured it through. <laughs> so, and I, I get it. I mean, you're, you're pouring expensive stuff in this cask and right. you're like, I don't want to overdo it, but. You know, I think that there are times when, when it's underdone as well. So, you know, you're paying for that port finish and you're not really getting the fruits of the labor. So foreshadowing to later on in the show, we're really going to dive into this. Yes. And I'm really going to lean on Sean because he's probably got the most wine experience. I'm gonna, yeah, well, well, tell me. You know, I'm going to lean on Dr. Scotch a little bit. Absolutely. So port, it's been made for hundreds of years. It comes from Portugal. Uh, there's a... There's a tradition that when the British and the French were fighting, uh, Hundred Years War, I believe, uh, the British stopped buying wine from France, so they were getting it from Portugal. And in order to make it all the way from Portugal to Great Britain without the wine having a problem, they fortified the wine. So they, they put some great brandy in the wine and brought the proof up so that it was a little bit stronger so that it could make the journey and last. And, and so, Yeah, and so that's why it's... Wine's gone bad. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a it's a fortified wine. So it's yeah. it's about twenty ABV. So it's got a little bit more of a oh, kick exactly. than uh, than a normal wine would have. Normal, normal um, like, what, and, and they do it with grape brandy. Um, so I mean, it's it's distilled. It, it's the same wine distilled, and they're knocking that in to bring up that that ABV. And then they're aging it. So ruby ports are aged like one to three years, one it's to five favorite. years. And the tawnies are aged longer. And the tawnies are going to be more brownish, copper in color. And they're going to have a little bit older flavor profile, honestly. They're not going to have those bright fruits. It's going to be a little more old and musty kind of taste, dried fruits and things like so that. So for a comparison, to, to help my, my lack of understanding these different wines, compare a port and a sherry. You know, I take a glass of each and throw it down into you. What what am I going to tell is different? Why, what, which one's going to? It's it's totally night day, right? Totally not fortified, is it? It, it? it is a fortified okay. wine. But you know, you're you're talking about different wine styles. Uh, the the ports you're going to get more ruby fruits and stuff like that. The sherries to me are. I, I'm with Andrew. I would I would put them more along the lines of like a, a whiskey. It's it's sweeter to me like more like sugary um whereas the the ports to me are are much more like a, a big bold red wine yeah, like but, raspberry and blueberry yeah. and those kind of things so it's a it's a but the problem with that is when you're putting whiskey into a port cask and it's got some of those crazy flavors like those aren't in yeah. the whiskey who likes blueberry whiskey <laughs> Yeah, some well. some somebody out there likes like blueberry, blueberry whiskey. Coffee. I'm just gonna say, but but it, I think that there are times when I think you have to be very careful when you're doing the port finishes that you're picking the right port casks. So you know what kind of what kind of port was in this? What did they season this with? Because if it's if it's a ruby versus a tawny, you know obviously I think the tawnies probably lend themselves to to better aging of the whiskeys. Um, more complimentary flavors. I don't think there's going to be anything that's like, you know, at, at angles with what the whiskey's got going on. But you've got a lot of weird flavors that aren't necessarily found in the whiskey, so I think you can overdo it. Or you might find something in the whiskey that, you know, isn't harmonious with the with the stuff in the port accidentally. You well, know, I mean, you may think that it's... Dr. Scotch to well, talk through the making of... Let's finish talking about... Uh, let's yeah, go let's, through let's this go review the on this, yeah. this Glendronic. There's a couple new shout-outs. I saw Lee just got in, so Scotch and the Bayou's here. Got to make a shout-out to one of our uh, our Xbox buddies that's on. Uh, hey, Nick, man, it's good to see you, brother. Um, we, we've sent him a few Richie samples. Uh, Richie Z is in. Um, and she? I also saw one comment that I wanted to get to before it gets lost up there. I think it was One Lost Cause I mentioned. You guys were talking about in the chat about the uh, Kilcarran 8. And there was one website that we were all ordering from. And um, I I think it was One Lost Cause mentioned that the price had gone up. I can explain that. I actually talked to the owner of that website. Um, He's in the Netherlands, and he's called me a few times. Um, He had nine bottles left at the current price point, and he went out and bought... Because I contacted him, I said, "Hey, how fast is that going off the shelf now that we reviewed it?" And he said, "Well, it's actually flying off like bread." <laughs> 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 no, I'm a little kickback here, but no, we didn't. That it was. 
he said that he um, he reached out and he bought 24 more bottles privately. So he had to pay more for those 24 bottles. So he said, when these nine are gone, the price is going to go up on my website because i got to recoup the cost that it yeah. cost me for these extra 24. Right. So the fact that they're still available is a good thing, but that explains the price increase. So anyway, um, let's finish our review on this Glendronic because then we want to get into this whole wine discussion more and, and really, well, we got some scotch in there. And we got, and we got a blind. Yeah, we do. we got a blind. we we got some fun stuff to go. So... Um, so this is, you know, and the weird thing is when I when I taste this, you do get a hint of that red berry. Yep. It just, but it's just a hint. It, you can, it's still whiskey. It's still scotch. You still got some sherry base in there, but you just get a just a tap of yeah. that of that blue of, of blueberry or the the real red fruit. I think, I mean, honestly, really really cemented to, for me was when you talked about the, just the balance of the pour because you. If you close your eyes and you've had a couple of Glendronic, it's it's a Glendronic. You can taste a Glendronic there, but it's got that just a hint of that port in there. It's it's just a really perfect balance for everything. It melds really well together. And like you guys have already stated, I I've not had one this well balanced before, and that's what's really neat about it. And it gives it that kind of a more potent fruit taste to it, you know, a berry taste to it. And it's kind of nice. It's different. Um, but it's not over the top because, like top. we talked about on the review, like you're going up, you're going up, you're going up, and then it's boom. You know, you hit that Oof. point, and that's that's it. No, it's good. Like if you wait one extra day, it's been in there too long, yeah. I think. So kudos to Rachel for yeah. I mean, because it's it's she very does well what done. She's doing. Yeah. So I, I see Travis Faircloth on, and he Travis is a big sherry bomb guy. Um, loves some of these uh, Glendronics, these mm. older single cast Glendronics. When I close my eyes and I drink this. I agree with you 100%, Drew. Yes, I, I, Glendronic, I got it. I know this is a Glendronic, but it, it is so much different than a Sherry Bomb Glendronic. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. To me, this one's a little bit more edgier and a little bit more spicier, but I actually do get a little bit of that fruit note that you were talking about, and it, it just, it's completely different from the Sherry Bomb finish. Yeah. I, I mean, but I, I appreciate that I, I still recognize yeah. Glendronic at the base, which you know she did a good job. It, it's uh, it's it's very interesting. I can't remember what the price point was on this bottle. Do you? Uh, 80? 80? 85? Oh, 85, I think. Is that I mean, what it's 10 years. I appreciate the fact that they also didn't make a big. They we talked about this in the review. They actually they they made port. The, the center, the focus. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see an age statement on here, but there is an age there statement is. on the bottle. Yes, it's matured for 10 years, but you don't see it printed all over the place to make a big deal of it being 10 years old. They want you to focus on the fact that this was a portwood finished scotch. Which is awesome. Yeah. put it in a purple Right, I mean, so, and and they did, she did good. I mean, she I, hit a home run with it. Really, right. it's, it's delicious, it's nice, it's kind of, it's not... It's not so sweet where you would call it like a, a dessert type scotch. True. But but it's but it's on that yeah. side, right? It's on that fruity sweetness side of it where it's it's great for an after dinner scotch if you want to. Right? So how does it compare to the Quinta Reuben? Boy, if I had I, port, yeah. I would say that this one has a little bit more fruit. I yeah, yeah I it. think it's a little bit stronger. The, a little bit the more Quinta bold. Reuben to me is a little bit lighter. You still get a little bit of the port, but to me that's one that's. It's got a hint of port, and yes. there's some that it, we've had that were port finished. I'm trying to think of the one that we had that were like, "Where's the port at?" Uh, <laughs> well, and there's a, re- there's a reason they went. They changed the age of their Quinta Reuben from 12 to 14 because it's 10 years in their their base cask, and they put they put additional four years in the port cask because. All right, All right. so smell they, that the, the sourcing of their port barrels and things. Um, That's they, the they needed to age it in there another four years to get the flavor out of it. So the Quinta, I remember, it was a really good pairing with, because because it wasn't as sweet, it was a great pairing with creme brulee. You're not going to like whereas, that expression. Whereas something like this paired with creme brulee might be too sweet. Oh, wow. These are both ports. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. That one smells, no one's going to get this. Maybe somebody out there will get it. So I, if, if any of you guys are big Indian food fans, like, uh, I, I'm a big fan of Indian food, and they make a pickle mango, it's a, it's called pickle, and... That's what the first one smelled like to me. I'm like, oh man, this smells like some Indian pickle to me. Indian pickle. <laughs> oh man, I it love will that not stuff. taste like it. It, it will not taste like it. Let's see anyway, so um, for, for those of you yeah. listening at home, we're we're opening up two different kinds of port wines, and we're going to pour these out, and we're going to talk through kind of what makes port different. Um, so we, what what we have here is uh, Porto Capca Special Reserve, 
and uh, Kopka 10-year tawny port, matured in wood. So those are so essentially reserve is special reserve is a older an, an older ruby. ruby. So, and so the goal of this experiment is to give us, it's almost like your Mars event a long time ago, it's to yeah. give us an understanding of what the port taste is. We think oh, we know what it is. Yep. This is going straight to the source, yep. right? Right. Yep. So this particular house <laughs> is, I guess, the <laughs> oldest port producing yeah, house in Portugal. Well, yeah, They've been doing it since 1632. I've been around a minute. Yeah, like <laughs> 400 years. Ah, uh, so, <laughs> so let's start with the ruby. Uh, so deep, dark red, right? Yeah. Uh, so this is this is aged like five years or so, and it smells like a red wine. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's it's much more of a yeah a red wine smell, right? To me, it it smells like it looks. I'm like that's when I smell it. That's what I expected. It's the color of the Glendornick bottle or can. I mean, it really is. It's you can't see through it. It's opaque. It smells great. It reminds me of Welsh's grape jelly. Yep. At at 20% ABV. Well, <laughs> put a little alcohol in there, of course. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, it does smell Well, and that's the whole point. The, the rubies are generally, like, really fruit forward. They're, they're really bold in fruit flavors. Um, when, they, when they make this wine, they, they keep mixing up the maturation tank, so they get a lot of transfer wow. of, of the color. Ooh, that's sweet. I mean, I didn't taste it. Mm. Yeah, that tastes like the, the, the hint of the port I'm getting in that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's probably true because... That's but nice. Honestly, it's nice. Well, like it. The other question, though... Okay, we need to call Dr. <laughs> Scott because there's a lot of information going on here. Man, I almost feel like I'm getting communion. <laughs> it is a communion one. It's just a But you know what? This one, it to me, the nose smells like it's going to really hit you in the face. But it's just really nice. It's a nice drink. It is. It's, it's um, super it's wow. Smooth. It's it's super smooth. Like, yeah. like the dry, yeah. finish is cut. Nothing. It is pretty dry too. Uh, actually, it might be a little too sweet for it, me. It is a really pungent sweetness. So um, then let's move on to the tawny. Now the tawnies. I mean, you can get old tawny. Yeah. Right. This is a ten-year-old tawny. Um, so that means that the the average age of the wines in this cask is 10 years so there might be a little bit from a 30 year old so it's different than whiskey right okay. so so yeah so it's not the youngest it's the average all right all right so for our podcasters the ruby is is on the nose is basically well just grape juice whatever you said jam i think and then yep. the on the palate it's super sweet up front and then just smooth dryness I mean, right we we got, we yep. gotta, time out we gotta say hi to bob bob <laughs> For more kill yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> you know the funny thing is, is he's saying that, and he, he out of everybody on there, he probably has more bottles than anybody. Else. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you find a bottle you like, thanks, Bob. Are you getting any other notes thanks, out Bob. of this now that you had a sip of the ruby? Yeah, totally. Yes. Oh yeah. That, that red ruby grape flavor is coming. It through. actually made the, the whiskey way more sweeter to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe it's still poke. All right. So if you look at the tawny compared to the ruby, it's got. Like a brownish tint to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? It's, it's lighter, uh, it's like clear. a copper color. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's lost. It's it's, it's, it's not opaque anymore. You can, it's transparent. Yeah. You can see that. Is that just because through. it's this that's been sitting in a cask a yeah. lot longer? Yep. Okay. That's it. And we've seen a lot of scotches that have tawny port, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, most of them that are aged. This is the more popular of the two varieties of port. Okay. Like my grandfather drank tawny port. Like he drank a glass a day forever. So thanks to him, we have port finished scotch. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, but you know, I I like tawnies, and I used to drink a glass with them every once in a while. Uh, but it's a very different flavor profile. Uh, Tom or Sean, would you say that ruby is similar to PX and tawny is similar to Oloroso? Good question. Mm. Mm. I haven't had tawny to talk about it. All right, I don't so, think so. Relatively, yes, because the the ruby. Is sweeter, younger, um, brighter. The tawnies are more matured, more. Yeah. Aged. So. So you're gonna get some the of that. I would not compare a a um, ruby to a PX, but relative to the to the wine to the sugar, flavor yeah. profiles and stuff like that. So yeah, I was just gonna I completely. 
No, they're not, Tom, when you think about apples to apples and oranges to oranges. But when I put my nose into them, and, I, and if I had Sherry uh, PX in Olorosa when I did this, and then I do, I'd be like, yep, yep. They're, they're about the same as, as far apart each other. I mean, this tawny smells like an old leather book. Yeah. I mean. Right? Wow. It's in there. And it's, it, you don't get the same, it's more dried fruits. Absolutely. It's, it's like dried. dried apricot and yeah. prune and... You know, you, you get that, that dusty old leather and, and old paper. Well, it's because it's been aged in a barrel for 10 years. See, I like that one a lot more. I, I like the, the, the regular port, right? The, the young one. I like the nose in this. That's good. I like but tawny port, It's sweet. Man. It's too sweet for me. The tawny loses a little bit of its sweetness. and I, I, it's, yeah. it's very enjoyable. I, I think it loses some of its, like, sugary sweetness. I think it's still sweet. But it's more refined. You know what I mean? Wow, does it, it on the nose, if, after doing this wine thing, I, all I'm getting is vanilla. It, I'm getting it's the like oak eating, out of this. eating candy versus eating like creme brulee. You know that what I mean? It's definitely more refined. That's a great word for that. Like it's still, it's still sugary. Right. But nowhere near the, the, the sweetness factor is what that is. That's, that's like a hard hit of sweet. Well, this is more rounded. You get. I, I can get some oranges and a couple it other things. Literally taste older, <laughs> right? All right. So now you guys have, have tried two different styles wow, of port, right? Two different kinds of port. So let's say I gave you two barrels of whiskey. Like one's a peated whiskey, and one's just like a sweet sherry whiskey, like a Glendronic. Oh. Which which port cask, or do you use the same one? Do you put those whiskeys in to give it a port finish? I gotta go to Tony because I, I think. The, the tawny port just it, it would I think pair better with okay can I can I, can I answer it like a little cheating style and ambiguously and say it's different I, I honestly think that it depending on the on the flavor profile I'm trying to get I honestly say it because if I think I'm gonna leave it in that barrel longer I go with the tawny but if I'm going to go for a short maturation well, if, you're just splashing it in if I'm going for a shorter maturation our, our Finish, we'll call it. I think I'm going to go with the the younger port. Um, you got you got to be well, and very I think careful. I think I, that yeah. that's where you run into the the whiskeys that have these port finishes that you're like, where's the port finish? Because if you if you go for a, a ruby or, or something that's got a lot more flavor, like I'd be nervous. You know what right. I mean? I would almost be more comfortable putting like a peated scotch into the ruby the ruby you because you it's might got be a lot it? of body and I think it would hold up and it'd yeah. be fine. I think that the tawny, I, I don't know. I mean, like for the Glendronic, you've already got a fairly sweet profile scotch that's been aged in sherry for a while, but you're going to put it in something for three years. That's a long time, There's man. There's no way I'd put three years in a ruby can. That's See, a long, long time. Leanne's experimenting with four different kinds of sherry. Steve's got some comments about 30 and 40-year-old tawnies. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're Yeah, good, they're right? great, man. I've had, uh, I've had a 30-year-old before, and it was wonderful. Uh, and if you if you've never had ports or sherries, like just gone out and bought, you know, I mean, these bottles, I just stopped by and picked up. Uh, they were like ten, fifteen bucks. I got three seven five milliliter bottles. You don't need a ton if, unless you're planning on drinking a bunch of it. But I will say at a at a whiskey tasting, like this is a fun activity. You know, bring out an Oloroso and a oh, PX sherry that's, that's and let people idea. try it and then try some some whiskeys finished in Oloroso and PX so they've got something to go back to to say, oh, yeah, that's where that Yeah, and they're from. not expensive. I mean, you, no. you, you taste as much sulfur. I don't know what this is. Something that Drew wants us to try after this wine. No, and, and we actually went through one of these exercises. Um, one of our favorite liquor stores here in Indianapolis, Vine and Table, um, they do a monthly thing where they get some some of their favorite customers uh, in, and we actually went through a process where they brought a, a, a slew of different spirits, and we started with where the spirit comes from, what it was made from, right? So we we drank some whiskey that was actually distilled from beer, like like scotch yep. might be, but we drank some rum that came from sugar cane, and they brought out some, some molasses. Or what, they brought, this is where the, the spirit started from, so you can kind of see... Where it came from. It was really cool. It was fun. So you you know what it is, but do you guys know what that is? I bundled it with. I I'm I'm just gonna say that there's McAllen because I smell a shit ton of sulfur. <laughs> yeah, it's McAllen. So <laughs> when you said it, I was like, yeah. 
I'm telling you, uh, man, it's like, hello. Macallan 12. I wanted to grab something of his cherry. Well, that's just right there. So um, I, I, pour, I put some of the, um, the tawny, tawny in it. And it, it definitely, it, it's a dirty method, of course, but sure. um, it's different. I mean, it adds a little bit different. It does add some bre- some breadth of sweetness to it. And, and so that's, so you know, by, I don't know if that's what Rachel did, essentially, is take those few casks. And that's the other question is, when you make this, are they exclusively casks that were seven and three? Or did you say, I got seven and threes, but I need to add a little more sherry to this because it's not, uh, you know, it's not. Didn't they say it was seven? Like, it was seven and Seven what? three. Seven seven, three. seven was in just a regular bourbon yeah, barrel, right? The right. question is, did she have to add some additional like ten year old cast? Oh uh, yeah, to, who to knows what to, they did to balance it out? Maybe statement. the pot, maybe the, the pour was too strong. Right. That whole blending process. If if you talk to a master a master blender, the things they do and they can do are right. Like, so hey, no, 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 that's that's, that's what, you, what you blended. That's what I said. That's not what I want. It's like going in the kitchen and watching the chef make your meal, and you're like, oh, the magic's gone. I know. So somebody, I won't say, one of our very good friends who's in the industry, uh, she's brilliant, um, had made a comment uh, when we were hanging out with her at one of the dinners or whatever, and she's like, you know, I hate to, to burst your bubble, but, you know, whiskey making's not as romantic as you think it is. Right, yeah. <laughs> we've all got this vision of how oh, whiskey, I live you know, it's like oh, they make the distiller and it comes out and they're like oh, put this in a cask and you know it's right, it's it's, it's, it's not quite as glorious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the chef making your food, right? right exactly. And you go in the kitchen and he's just yelling at some poor line cook who's actually making your food, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Well, we got to see firsthand when we were in uh, um, Jersey about some of that. Yeah. To put it, I mean, it's not the same. But it's hard it's, work. It's, it's a lot of work. And well, and there's a lot of chemistry. There's a lot of people involved in it. It's a lot. It's a team. You know, everybody's got to do their part. Yeah. So, but I think at the end of the day, I, I, it's interesting that that they're doing things like this. Like I'm excited that you know they're trying out some different caskings. And I know in our uh, predictions for this year, uh, we had talked about you know yeah. caskings being a, a thing. And I think that that's wow. You know. Just smelling and tasting some of these things. When That's when cool. some of these other caskings start coming out, I'll be interested to try some of the, the things that they're casking right. with before we get the spirit just to see how it goes. So That's good. To me, I know it's an age thing, right? That's Ruby's young and Tony's old. But honestly, without knowing that, I just smell it. That's dried fruit and that's fresh fruit. <laughs> that's, no, that's me. That, that tastes like generic grape juice compared to that. That, yeah, has, I mean, that has like... The beauty is, so one of my my wife's and I first experience with, with ports was pairing like a port wine with like a chocolate raspberry tort. You make that combination, mm-hmm. it is like one of the best combinations because the, the deep rich chocolate is strong enough to balance that. But then you got the raspberries that are in the dessert as well as in the port wine. Yeah. And so it's a really great combination to, to put those two together. You gotta consider that because that's the beauty of, of port. Is typically a dessert wine. It's a right. sweeter wine, those right. kind of things. So I mean, you can, you can actually feel the stickiness, the sugar on the glass. Absolutely. Well, is Doctor Scotch ready to talk about some more port? Yeah, we can do that. All right, let's do it. Bring Doctor Scotch. They call me there he is. Uh, that quick. Uh, Boom! I'm here. Dr. Scotch. So, Dr. Scotch, we had some, 50 some port experiences tonight. <laughs> yes. we, just, we actually just reviewed the Glendronic port. Good one. Sean actually brought out some port uh, wine for us to taste. Yeah. So, we'll talk about differences, but the question is, you know, what's port? What's going on with the port? Well, you know one of the most interesting things at the very start of port manufacturing is? Foot stomping. Foot stomping. They don't do that with sherry? Traditional ports. Well, I'm not going to tell you what sherry does, but traditional ports, all grapes are foot stomped. Now, what do they get paid? I don't know. But I, I will tell you that in the big in the big, job. in the big shops, they use mechanical feet. Ah, oh, that's not fair. Yeah, because they do they do logger. Are they like cadaver feet? That's gross. You get the, the foot funk in uh, that provides the yeast to get the grapes to ferment, and so you get that. But the key, the, one of the most interesting things is the reason port wines are so sweet is they they mash them. They start the fermentation process, and then they add the fortification before the fermentation is done. 
Yeah. So, so essentially what they do is they, alcohol only produces, um, only ferments at a certain alcohol content. Once it gets to a certain content, like 14%, whatever normal wine is, the, the, the yeast The dies. yeast is done. So what they do is they, they will uh, ferment for a while and then add that extra grape spirit into it, bring the alcohol content above, kill all the yeast, so now you've got residual sugars. Uh, and that's why, the, why these wines are so sweet. Makes sense. They're, they're intentionally sweet. So when you say they're adding, what are they adding in? Something that's already been brandy. So, something so that, that's already been. That depends. You know, that's can, the fortification. They, they is that can what do that is? brandy. They can do a neutral grain spirit. It could or neutral grape spirit. It can be you know good brandy or it can be cheap brandy depending on the the. Brandy oils. is. Tell me what brandy is now that you're brandy saying. Brandy is is a distillate of grape. So essentially, it's distilled wine. Okay. So they they're they're fortifying that wine with a distilled wine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. And so they bring it up, they kill the kill the yeast, so it won't ferment anymore, and now you've got a fortified wine that's good for shipping across the the ocean or whatever. Now the the thing I noticed you had a ruby and a tawny port. Now the interesting thing about those is the aging process. So ruby ports are typically younger, but in many cases rubies are essentially aged in a in a um, a tank. Because they don't want it to oxidize. They want it to keep it fresh. They want to keep it bright. They want to keep it red. Um, and so in a closed container like stainless steel stainless or, or um, glass or concrete or whatever, just something to keep the air out because you don't want it to, to oxidize. And so two that, liters. And so that, so that, that brings you a, a bright, sweet whiskey. There's tawny ports. They put them in barrels. And then they'll age them for two to 50 years. And therefore, they go through the same oxidation. They go through the same um, angel share issues that any whiskey would have. Because if they leave them in the barrel for a long time, they oxidize, you know, like an Oloroso Sherry. It's an oxidized whiskey versus a PX, which is typically a, a younger, right. non-aged. So well, that's quite interesting. Yeah, so, so the different whiskey or the different ports essentially start in the same with the same grapes. These all come from the same grapes grown in the same region of Portugal. But the, the way they handle them, the way they age them, the way they um, they fortify them, when they fortify them, is what affects how they stomp on them. Yeah, how they stomp on them, whatever fermentation. Sounds like a fun job for a while, right? Now, one of the other interesting thing is, I noticed that the bottles you have are these are actual uh, Portuguese port. In the U.S., yeah, you're not you don't mess around. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so in in in, in Europe, all, anything that's labeled as port has to be. Um, grown and aged in Portugal. In the U.S., you can report on anything you want. Hmm. There's no rules, no laws against it. The more you know. So yeah, some of the, some, yeah. some of the American-made ports... <laughs> We're fast and loose it, here. It, it, it may taste like a port, but it's definitely... You, you need to you need to understand that before you go buy a lot of American-made ports because... Dr. Dr. Port. port. <laughs> Dr. Port. It's made. They call me Dr. Port. Let go, man. Okay. It's all the same process. It's all about fermentation, distillation, aging, all that kind of stuff. So ports, port finishes. I mean, that's just some kind of really it's just an extra way to make something else, right? You got your sherry finish, you got port finishes. I you, mean, it's just yes, you create so, lots of different ports. And theoretically, you know, they say port casks. Well, it could be different. There aren't a lot of ruby port casks because they don't age them in yeah. port very. Ruby doesn't well, age. That's a really interesting point. Right. I was going to say. So when they when they're generic and they say port, what should we assume? It's almost well, like in the sherry world, if it says sherry, you can pretty much assume Oloroso. If it says PX, then you know it's PX. So when it says port, I would assume Tawny, but maybe not. I mean, you can season a barrel with whatever you want. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's point. That's a good point. That's a cheap. Point. And you can, and you can put a ruby in a barrel for a year to get some. Refinement. Well, and that brings up another point too. Are they so when they're doing these port finishes, it's not you know they have relationships with the sherry yes, cast sure, people, sure. right? Like they've been buying sherry casts for a long time. They've got a they've got a supply chain. Yep. You know, whereas the ports, it's a little more one off. So you know, you've got somebody you know an importer of some kind that, that's going to get some barrels because somebody at Glendronic or, or some other distillery wants to do a one-off. And so, hey, I need 100 port barrels, right? And so, uh, you know, are they getting tawny barrels that are just laying around? Are they getting, you know, some barrels that are already down there and they're just seizing them? 
you know, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat on this one, basically. So it just really depends. But I think that, you know, at the end of the day, you don't have a supply chain for these, you know? So, I mean, Well, it's, that's why each each distillery has a master of wood. Right. But the, what I'm saying is... Which is a bad term. But, ma- the, the, but, <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is... I didn't is, go there until you said wow, it. Yeah, for, the, for the sherry casks... You've already got established relationships. They know how many barrels they're providing. They know what yeah. the market is and everything else. For the for the port people, you know, they're just hanging out making port, and somebody shows up and is like, "Hey, I'd like to buy a hundred of your casks." And you're like, oh, I, no. think and that's I think where, that's where they negotiate, right? Yeah, I think that's exactly how. To, to me, there is a there is a foundation or, or staple of uh, we have X number of business partners for sherry and all these different things, and then somebody I, I would imagine, you know, um, the 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 whoever's deciding the, the factor here says, you know what, I got a contact that has a bunch of you know 100 port casks over there sitting there let's do some port let's figure it or, out or you maybe know, they've got 30 and, barrels and you need 40 and they're like well hey i can season up some i've got this ruby port you yeah. know and so then you end up with a mix of tawny and ruby i, 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 I right. feel like they're not they're not going and harvesting because they, they have a i have a plan i'm gonna make this port I, it's more uh, of, it's more of a you know what we have an excess of this Let's make it happen. Well, that's what oh, yeah, the, the master of wood. I mean, he's getting information from the the master blender, the master distiller, well, saying, "I need some port finishes," and then the, then he'll say, "Okay, what do you want?" And the, and and any good uh, master distiller will know the differences. You know, that's a great question. I'm I'm going to ask that at all the distilleries next year or this year when we go on our trip. It'd be cool to ask that question. Wait, who's that, that, who's that? your master of wood? <laughs> that may not be. Dr. Scotch wants to know who's your wood who's master. If Dr. Scotch isn't there with us, we'll make Andrew ask. That's right. Okay, that'll work. So we'll do. So, uh, uh, port, man. We, I think we, we definitely think we have a better. We, we've talked a lot about port, how it's made, why they use different ports. Yeah. That was fun. Right. Thanks, Doc. Thanks, Doc. We appreciate it. You're very welcome. Good seeing you, man. Talk to you later. Happy See New Year. So I wanted to make sure I brought this guy. So our, our guy down in Ohio, Keith uh, Maltemeke, he's like Glendronic 1520 port, and I completely forgot about that one. Um, he's he made a comment that he thinks Glendronic does it better with sherry, which I'm not going to disagree with. Yes, they've got the sherry down, but I completely forgot about the Glendronic 20 port. That and is a good. To me, I wish bottle. I had that bottle to to compare it against this one because I mean they went they put tawny on that bottle. Yes, right? they did. So that that. Makes and it that's a little 15 bit year old too. Right. I mean, this one's 10. I still think it would be a good comparison bottle. I always don't so have good. any. But interesting. Uh, it's good. Like bring so we've got a couple more things to do. We, we got scotch in the news to get through. And then we've got to get this. What's up with this guy? Oh, man. What's up with that? that? This this is from uh, Wheelhouse Whiskey. Wheelhouse? It's one he's, so Wheelhouse sent us a bunch of. Nice guy that he is. Sent us a bunch of samples, and he sent us like two or three of them that are blind, and we have to just taste them, and I guess he's going to tell us what and they are. And describe what they are. Dun, 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 dun. So you ready for some scotch in the news? Uh, sure, we Let's can do, do scotch news. Let me bring it up. Good evening. Welcome to Scotch in the News. I'm Sean. This is Mark. Mark is on vacation at the mall. Talk to us about some scotch in the news, my man. I don't have much. I got one particular article that I'm. I'm this kind of caught me off guard. My wife actually found it uh, this week. She was reading something on her phone, and she's so she starts reading to me as I'm half asleep in the recliner, and I'm like, <laughs> email that to me, <laughs> right? And so I, I read it, and I'm like, all right, cool. So it starts off on, in one direction. It it's basically an article um, on liquor.com. Actually, I have it on my clipboard here. And I'll put it in the chat so you guys can, oh, can go on and read it if you want. Yep. But it starts off talking about um, is a hundred year old single malt really <laughs> needed, right? In the last couple, let's say yeah. five years, we've seen some old releases. Um, we've seen a 70 year old Mortlock that's yeah. hit the, the market right, um, a 75. Malty. So are, are we really inching towards a hundred? And is that really realistic? I mean, is that just BS? Is this just a, a, a dog and pony show, or is it really good whiskey, right? Because if you read the article, one person makes a comment says, "If you spend thirty grand on a bottle of whiskey, Sean, you're invested to like it." All right. Well, <laughs> Absolutely. That, that's a good point. Right. Fair well, point. I will like this. <laughs> right. But I got thirty thing. grand wrapped up in it. There are there are two kinds of people that are gonna buy that bottle. 
There's the kind of person that thirty grand isn't very much money, and they don't care if they like it or not. Right. They're, they're buying it because it is thirty grand, right? Not because or it's an investment. They're not right. going to ever open well, it. Well, that's right. the second right. person. You know, they're buying it as an investment, and they are never going to open it, so they'll never know if it's good or not. You know, but I think if you, I'm not saying whether it's a good idea or not. I mean, a hundred years is a really long time I would to let be. a cask sit in a warehouse. You know, but. Yeah. I think if you bottled a 100-year-old whiskey, that there would be a huge market for it. It would be the first 100-year-old whiskey. If you don't think that will get snapped up in a heartbeat, you are crazy. Mm. Well, it's craziness the, out there. My view with the bottle that old or the barrel that old, it, it, 50 years in, it would have been, put, it wrapped, would have been wrapped in plastic or something. Because I can't believe there's any way that the wood those. would stay hydrated enough to maintain a barrel integrity for 100 right. years. Because as that angel share goes down, those top start to dry they, they dry out. out. Now you can roll them, and, but then you're gonna mm, then you're gonna dehydrate more. You're gonna drop below forty percent ABV yeah. like that. I mean, you well, just can't do that. I, so I just I, don't see how it could happen. I was actually listening to somebody. I, I was actually listening to Whiskey Cast, the podcast, and they were talking yeah. about this very article. And his, he talked about ways that you could, because in Scotland, you lose ABV. You don't yeah. lose. Dr. Scotch taught us all about that. Yeah, that's sweet. And so he was talking about a way to get rid of water to bring your ABV that's in this back article. up oh, is it in without, that's without the next point. Messing, messing stuff up. Because you can't add anything to the whiskey, right? Oh, so you put it in a humid room? No. no. What they were doing is they're getting... Um, like metal poles, right. like super chilled, and sticking them into the scotch, and so the water in the in the whiskey freezes to the metal, and then you can pull the water back out, or mostly water. There's back a term out, for it, and so it raises the ABV. Yeah, but then you lose volume. Well, it's of called you do. cold fingering. And, yeah, it and is. I mean, literally, that's the, there's the, that's the name of it. It's called and and, cold and actually, fingering. cold fingering, and it's <laughs> not technically not. legal to the uh, Scotch Whiskey Association. And that's also generally not appreciated. Right, right. Cold but they're going to have to catch you with the cold finger. That's the problem, <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, it's a it's it's interesting to think about. So you, let's say, I mean, let's be realistic, guys. You've got a, a barrel that's eighty years old. You've been you've been maturing this thing for eighty years, and you go test it one Monday morning for you know Monday. You're like, oh, forty point one. I ain't losing this. Get the cold finger, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and so you stick this rod in there, this frozen rod. The water. Easy, there, fella. You're next. That's little buddy. Little buddy. <laughs> hey, little buddy. Hey. The, hey, the right. water that's touching this frozen rod freezes to yeah, it. I mean, they pull it out. I mean, that that. Would work, yeah. It's, it seems cheating, but I mean, is it cheat? Well, or that you take it to? No, but is that is it gonna take that to get to a hundred years? I mean, it's got to. I mean, I don't see any reason to go to a hundred years, other than to say you've done. It. That's exactly. That's the only reason. So right? they, that's the, only reason. They, the 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 article's based, and, and we've all had a fifty year old scotch. Sure. And it was superb. Absolutely. But I can't imagine what what more you could get out of that whiskey letting it sit for another five decades yep. that you hadn't already gotten. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so, I mean, the, the article is, is, is centered around Gordon and McPhail because they're the ones that really are poised to be able to do it. Honestly, Gordon and McPhail has an older bottle of McKellen than McKellen does. <laughs> I mean, or a cask, not bottle, but they have an older cask. of So if anybody's going to bring a bottle that's 100 years old to the market, it'll be Gordon and McPhail. They're the ones that put the 70 and 75 out. And they were talking to one of the founders great grandsons that runs the you know what they bottle right now he's in charge of operations and he point blank said listen it'll it'll happen if it happens if the scotch is good it it, we're not we're not shooting for a hundred to say we got a hundred we'll go to a hundred because the whiskey was that's when it was ready which no 
I You're right about know. that. It wasn't ready nope. at any point in time in those 100 years. I don't know about that. Yeah, it, was, it was bad <laughs> at, at 99 years, but 100? Well, hit it. At 99 years, we put it in this tequila cask <laughs> to finish it. I don't think so. I don't think that's happening. And, and but, to, to upproof it. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we put in a bourbon barrel that's a 62.4. It's like a quarter full of bourbon. That way it proofed it back up so we could actually sell it. Oh, your, your cold finger thing has spawned all kinds I, of things. I'm looking at the comments. I saw a doctor cold fingers. My, we're talking about 100 year old scotch, and all everybody wants to talk about is cold fingers. Cold fingers and mechanical feet. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do want to say cheers to Alan Ward. Thanks for joining hey, us tonight. Hey, Alan. Alan. So um, anyway, that was really my what I want to talk about with, with scotch in the news because that one was it was off the beaten path and it was different. And it was actually an article about a couple of different topics, which was cool that you brought up the whole way they're pulling out water out of holders. I mean, I, they mentioned it in, in the article, so I was going to bring it up. And the fact that you went there, I was like, all right, what do you know about the okay. cold finger? <laughs> <laughs> so is it true that SMW or Scotch Whiskey Society doesn't allow That's that. what it said in the article, that it's, uh, according to the SWA, that's not allowed. They, no, they it don't makes sense, because that, that, that does alter the, the mix in the barrel. Sure does. So what do you got going on here? Well, yeah, we, I've been, I've been texting while you guys are talking. He's dirty in all our glasses. Yeah, yeah. I know. I got these glasses. <laughs> We're 15 <laughs> minutes down here. Um, you know, uh, Alan, we, we just uh, said hi to you. We've got to lock down a weekend in April. I know you gave us some weekends a couple that dates. aren't good and a couple dates that are good. And we're going to pick from the ones that are good to you. And we're coming down we're to watch the ponies with you, man. We're going to drink some whiskey and, you know, put some $2 bets down. <laughs> That's about all I can afford. <laughs> get those together. Which, you know, I'm good. Do, do we need a, let me get a shirt. Where did I think you were going to go, Keith? I don't know. I mean, Indiana. Would be better than Ohio. <laughs> Keith, Keith's all talk. He's been talking about coming up to Indiana for like I three know. years. He, he did make it up for the Him and I whiskey she wines. Those guys are the same way. It's like, come on, just come on. Just get up here, We've right? We've had people from all over the place make it here. I know. Dan Kroll flew in from Kansas. We had Andrew from Scotland come down. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Come Eric on, Wade man. from California came over. Yep. Exactly. Oh, but he can't come from Kentucky? Really? Or, come or Ohio? Man, was uh, a couple hours. Dan's been here, yeah. We, we host all kinds of folk here. We'd love to have you. Oh. Speaking of hosting, while Drew's pouring up whatever he's got going on back there, we should probably talk about our trip because we only got a couple. We have we have five there. seats left. Five. Really? That's it. Those two came to. Okay, so we're down to five. Uh, we have thirty seats on the bus. Just so everybody right. realizes, the Scots for Dummies are taking five because there's the four dummies and one of the wives is actually going to come on the actual bus portion of the trip. So that leaves twenty-five seats. Of those twenty-five seats, you're telling me there's five left. That's yep. it. That's it. They're all gone. And I'm trying to sell two. So if like you if today. you hurry, you've got five seats left. Go to our scotchfordummies.com website. You can do all the hey, first come, first hey, serve. Hey, hey, Thank hey, you. Hey, I got nothing to you drink. Will drown. Let me have some. There's some back there, but I don't know what it is. I brought the orange one and the orange. <laughs> I love it. All right, boys. Here's the deal. So Wheelhouse Whiskey sent us some stuff. He said. Instead of one, to do all three, it's the same distillery. Okay. Same distillery. But we've got three different ones here. We've got a, my glasses on, a 13-year-old Oloroso cask, 57.8. I like that. Like that. You want to pass that around? That's number one. Yep. Here you go. 13-year-old Be careful. The, the, the Sharpie numbers in the bottom, so be careful, okay. careful fingering it. See, <laughs> Bob says he's waiting for my crab cakes. Well, you got to come um, out here. Ooh. Number two is Thanks, a... Idiot-ishy. 24-year-old port cask. Oh. Interesting, right? We just oh, talked about port. 57.8 for that one. Wow. So Andrew's drinking. He's smelling so that what, one. What was the second one? No, what finish? Port. Port. So 20, Oloroso. So 13-year-old Oloroso, 24-year-old port. And this last one is a 22-year-old sherry wow. cask. 57.8. So the third oh. one is probably Oloroso as well. It didn't say Probably. Oloroso, it just says cherry gas. Wow. But they're all high AB. 57.8, 57.8. Smells like Oloroso. They're all 57.8. Yeah, that's 8. a punch in the nose. Yeah. That's a bigger punch in the nose. Woo, like that is this potent. One, this one smells oh, more approachable than the other two. This one two. smells a little bit creamier. It doesn't say what kind of port does it. I hate to say it, but I think it smells like Tony. <laughs> oh, yeah. It probably is. And that... 
there's there's a visual pocket of gas right there. I it's know, my God. Your face going, not yet, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 57, yeah. I feel like All right. on there's something about Mary. Crabcake. Whoa, uh, what is this one again? This is number two? Wow, they're, they're all uh, strong. They're all really... Hey, uh, Alan said he's bringing a one? bottle or two of bourbon he helped pick to Come share on. on the bus. So uh, we we have discussed this whole bus trip. Oh, this is interesting. We have to arrive mm. at said distilleries at least sober enough to still talk in complete sentences. And, and do the tours... So that that thirteen year old Oloroso, is this number one? That's really interesting. It's got a little bit of funk. Oh really? But I don't I think. I don't, but it's not. Fish. It's not like a powerful spring break funk. It's a, It's just a subtle funk. See, to me, to me, the the port one, the second one, smells a little off. What do you guys get in the nose so far? Any, any, any flavor wow. profiles, Mark? Oloroso. Uh, um, yeah, I get a little bit of his funk. I see where he's pulling that from. You get it more when you taste it, but it's nicely balanced. Have you tasted it yet? It's got a little bit of the funk, good sherry. It actually gets like the funk fades and the sherry stays. It's got a nice sweet finish. This port has some sourness to Man, it, which that's I don't know strong. if that's, if I can't that's get the past port. But now that that may be a, a even a better port. I don't know. See, to, to me, this one is a stronger. It's kind of rosa, though. Yeah, it's a lot more potent. And this is an older one too, right? Twenty twenty-four. So this twenty-two smells like it may just be the sweet spot for me. That first one was thirteen, huh? Mm-hmm. God, it's hot. I really am curious uh, to see what water's going to do to it. Man, that's that one's good. hot. That's good. <laughs> Your eyes are watering. <laughs> that doesn't happen every time. That Oloroso is good. That's nice, though. I like that. Mm. Well, Tom wants you to talk about the five-year anniversary gathering. <laughs> I did. I did talk about that, didn't I? Yeah, we're gonna do something. Oh, that twenty-two-year-old uh, is. Boy, that's Tawny. I, I think Tawny that we day. will probably do it after our trip, because we started yeah, in oh, what, it has to be. August. Yeah, it has to be. So, I'm not exactly sure on a date. We'll we'll pick a date a little bit later on. We can't get in the way of our concert. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> but Sean's talking. what I'd like to do is, you know, we're, we'll pick a date. We'll let you guys know well in advance so everybody can come down. We'll, we'll figure out some hotels or something. And we'll, we'll probably get together at, I don't know, probably an unsuspecting neighbor's house. Maybe we'll volunteer Mike. <laughs> yeah, let's get Mike. <laughs> his his wife would kill us. Uh, I, I think we'll, like we'll do something. We'll get together. And, and that way everybody can kind of share some bottles and, and uh, just kind of... You know, yeah. meet each other, talk to each other, and, and have a good time. We'll keep it subtle. Everybody can pet Molly. It's going to be here then? I guess so. So is, is back row, it's going to... Yeah, we can cater it. We're going to have to cater that. Yeah. So yeah. Wheel, Wheelhouse, I want to say something about this number two. This is the, um, the port. The port cask. I actually like that one quite a bit. It, it reminds but me it's, of... it's strong. Oh, it's a punch. This I, reminds me of barbecue sauce, like mustard barbecue sauce. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but... It's some vinegar, maybe, or something. I don't know what's going on. So the, uh, to me, it smells a lot like tawny pork. The thirteen-year-old is great. That twenty-two is epic. It's That's, subtle, but it's epic. What was the ABVs really on nice. them again? Fifty-seven point eight. All of them are fifty-seven point eight. That second one was like sixty-five percent. My my lips are melting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not a he's not an SMWS member, is he? But I don't I think don't he is. Know. I I think that's probably my favorite number three. But I liked the port. It, it to me, <laughs> they're both it, good. It was a punch in the face, but it was it was well balanced. It was well done, and you could taste the port. You know well, what I, I mean? Like it's, so, it's there, but I, it's not overdone. It was a unique taste for me. I, I actually like that funkiness to it. That mustard, whatever it is, it's it's cool. So I will say that the port, I'm getting a lot more of like old oak on the nose. It, yeah, it smells like an like a dirty old cask, and that's what I, that's where I got the funk out of it. It's that that old that's cask. Nice. That second, that last one, that twenty two year old. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Super good. <laughs> try you try number one after that is one. It, is it got water on now? No, no. That's PX. Man, that's we need to do that. We need to. Too late for that. You think that's PX? Twenty two is PX. No time for love, Doctor Jones. Oh, he's fortifying. Well, we haven't had any water, so it's okay. Yeah, we need we need to do water on these. You think that's PX? This is yeah. Oh, this is the young one again. Mm 
Yeah, Wow, who is this? So yeah, I haven't been watching the review or the online. I'm, I'm not watching comments. Got any hints? But uh, gosh, any any guesses so far? I've never been good at, at picking a distillery. All I can say is, I, they're all good. Edward Orr. I, I, That's what I was thinking. I, I think I think the um, the port wood is not as well done. I think the the port it's a, it's it may have been too long in the cask. It's twenty four. But it's just, I'm getting too much barrel influence. It's kind of souring the whiskey itself. The other two, I think, are, are quite I, good. Honestly, I think what you need to do is put a little water on that. Which one is that? That's, that's the pour, too. Let me put a little bit more in these, each one of these. Give it a little bit more <laughs> when you got there. Make sure it's the right one. I might just show up with a $5 hot and ready little Caesars. <laughs> yeah. Who said that? I'm, I'm good with that. Bring some crazy bread, man. You gotta have yeah, some you gotta do the bread. that up in the beginning. Well, if we're, if we're cooking here, we, we don't mess around here. No, uh, that's, that's true. We, we eat in this house. Yeah, I mean, I, I nobody goes hungry. Everybody leaves full, and we, we do some good stuff. I got uh, I got some honorary titles just from crawfish boils and casino nights and some of the other stuff we've done. Uh -oh. Let me tell you something. Sean can cook. Holy so moly. I got I got to call this out. This is great, man. This is we're all destined for this. Um, fight for sound. I went from forty bottles to one hundred and thirty-four bottles in two thousand nineteen. Oh Then shit. my wife found my bottles. Ah. And, she, and she doesn't drink. Guilty as charged. Or he's like, you done blanked up. Hey, hey Ron. <laughs> hey, Ron. You done blanked up. Hey, Ron. Go to Sean and Hennessy's. You, you, you didn't mess up. For buying the bottles, you messed up for letting her find them. <laughs> right, that's that's where you went you, wrong. You need friend. a hiding Whoa, hole. That hold part. on. Okay, that port is whiskey whistle. Thank you for joining. Good to see you, sir. Haven't seen you in Come a long around. time. Nice oh, to see no you, buddy. kidding, man. Mark, good Happy to see you. Happy New Year, Mark. Man, good to see little. you, buddy. So I, I would say the um, the tawny or the port is better with water, but it's still off. Uh, so wait, these are that's all water one. now. They're all been watered. Still has that Oloroso signature. So, again, on the podcast, number one is a 13-year-old Oloroso. Yep. Uh, Mark has that right now. Um, number two is the port. Uh, it's a 24-year-old port. Yep, that's what so, uh, I think Sean has. Mm -hmm. And then Andrew is going so, to 22 right now, the uh, sherry. I don't know how much details on the, the label. I don't expect there would be this level. But I think that, that number one is an Oloroso finish. I don't know if it's been Oloroso this whole year. And if it has, I, I get a really strong oak. I, I There's vanilla, really heavy vanilla on this. This is number one? Yeah. I, you think this is unbalanced? Really? For me, it's a port. Yeah, I think it's great, man. It's uh, To me, the port, it's got, it's got I mean, nice spicy notes, but it's not overdone. There's a nice sweetness underneath it. That's a really nice, well done glass. Is this like two? That. Yeah. So this is this is the one that punched me in the nose. Neat. Oh, it's still gonna punch you in the nose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want you getting the wrong impression. What do you think of the one? <laughs> <laughs> so Drew, Drew, what do you think Cozy of the two hundred? With water. I like it. I like it better with water. It gives me oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives me more. Jason, of if you the, need um, help. Just give us an address. We can show up and help you with those numbers. The sherry's more refined. <laughs> we can help more of a blend of the wood and the sherry together. Yeah, it's a it's a better it's actually better with with water. I like it a lot. Honestly, I'd agree with I mean, water. The, I think the, port, the, the the port's the winner. Number one so far is really a really good balance with water. I, I like the I like number one. I like them all. They're all great. Don't get me wrong. It's like splitting hairs, really. Is but, two. Um, but I really liked the port. Man, I love the, the nose the in this port. port. Is so much more approachable with that water. Yeah. Yes, it is. It, yeah. Everything comes out. Everything, everything that's in there, you get now. It's much yep. better. I'm telling you, I guess I guess something in the barbecue that it was very barbecue. closed really off. Nice, but, but it was closed off because of the the, the alcohol. Fifty-seven percent. <laughs> like, oh, jeez, I can't breathe. <laughs> so this is that twenty-two-year-old that I liked neat the best. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's really it's nice. better, but it, man, so, the, the nose is giving me While we're getting sour. through this, when's Keith coming over here? It is, but that's he why put I, like, it on there? I like that. You know no, what are you coming to be on the show, man? Don't be shy. Who? Keith, Malted Man Cave. Oh, yeah, not like not. that far. I ain't talking to that guy anymore. All right. he's, he's full of hot air. All right, so we are, as soon as um, Drew um, tastes that, we're at 10.58. We, we can run a little long, but... Mm -hmm. 
We can talk through so the nose it's is our show. We can do whatever we want. The nose isn't as, as I know potent the as it was with water. <laughs> so the question is, when do we want uh, whiskey, or wheelhouse whiskey to so reveal? Uh, let's let's go around we, and yeah, say what on. you thought about what, what each one. Which one did you prefer the most, neat and with water? And it may be different. Wow, this is tough. Um, They're all good. It's tough because you didn't have a chance to clear your palate. Between them, so yeah. Much. So, so I, I think that twenty two, and maybe maybe I'm judging on age because I know that know the number. It seemed more refined for in, in every situation. It seemed more refined with neat, and it seemed more refined with water. Um, the thirteen, though, I think would be mm -hmm. more of my wheelhouse for those because it has it's more rich in flavor. I think than the twenty two. The twenty two, the twenty two is very refined. The thirteen is rich and flavorful. The the twenty four, the sour funk on it it's not for me others let me like it but it, it was not, it didn't hit me right tonight okay so right. if you had to pick right now knowing the price difference between 13 and 22 I'd probably go with 13 you do know the price difference? I don't I have uh, no idea but I would assume it's probably twice uh, at least you know what expensive. assuming does don't make an ass I'm assuming this. it's twice as expensive as Andrew's gonna stick with his white claw Alright, Sean, you're up, my friend. Alright, All right, so neat. I, I think I really enjoyed number three, which is what, the 22 year old sherry yeah. finish? Uh, it was just really nice, neat. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was approachable, it was refined, had a nice sherry finish to it. The 13 was good, but it, it just felt a little bit disjointed compared mm -hmm. to the other two. You know, and it, it's showing its youth. Yeah, you know, it, I mean, just true. a little bit. Not that it's a bad scotch, just that it is what it is. With water, I really liked the port. It made it much more approachable. I thought the depth of flavor was really nice. It, it just had a lot of character to it. Um, I liked some of the spice notes to it. It had a good port taste without being overdone, which you know we've been talking about all night is really hard to do. Uh, if I had to pick a second place, it would probably be the 22. Um, it, it just lost a step, I thought, compared to the port. I mean, the port really came out of the gate, you know, Swinging like a crazy person, and then you put some water on it. It was like, all right, well, we can go to the dance now. <laughs> right. So, that's true. Um, <laughs> so I mean, that's kind of where we're at. But I, I really enjoyed the port one. Really neat was good too. It, it was just a little bit strong and and not as easy to get to everything that it had to offer. I guess. All right, I'm I'm pretty much in line with you. I th I thought the the last one, the 22 year old what? sherry, which I'm assuming was Oloroso, no, didn't quite come at me as strong as an Oloroso as one did. That one, when you nosed it, you were like, that's Oloroso, yeah. I know that is. Um, but I really thought that was wonderful, neat, and with water. Um, the second one, the Tawny, the uh, the Tawny... Um, a port. You're thinking it's Tawny. Uh, it's Tawny port. <laughs> it's port, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's port. It's Tawny port. All right, whatever, port. I just tasted uh, the rest That of guy, the um, it's neat, it was tough. It's funny because it really tough. Malt. To, to get oh, into it because of the that's ABV, good. even though they're all the same ABV, it just was hard to get into it. Water opened it up and it was enjoyable. I did think it had a signature tawny port smell to it on, on the nose. Um, to take it to his analogy, I, I wanted more than just the dance. I wanted the after dance. You know what I mean? Um, you wanted the cold. You want the cold yeah. thing? <laughs> oh, I said the same thing. I'm gonna go three, two, one. Um, I'm gonna pass three, the buck two, with right. that one. All right, <laughs> All right let's, let's let's do a recap. So you did what? What was your order? So, I think 22 is a better whiskey, but for day to day and based on price, I'm assuming price. I go with 13. But the 22, I think, is the best whiskey this, of this. Don't worry about price. What's 22 is the best of those. So you you did three, one, two. Yes. What did you do? You did one, two, three. No, no, he, she uh, did two, for neat or with water. Just whatever. There was no number. If four. you had to pick one, two, three, one. Okay, what, what did you do? I did uh, three, two, one. Okay, so I know what they are now because I looked. Unfortunately, um, what did you do? It's okay. So, so what's what? what? So what do you guys? Do you guys have any idea who it is? I'm, Distillery I, wise, no, any guess? I've never been able to go to that. Just throw it out. I, I said Edward Door. Edward Door. Okay. I would. McKellen. No. No. <laughs> no. Let, let no. me let me let me re refresh you guys and start over a second. We've not reviewed this yet. This distillery. Really? Really? That I'm probably cool. not gonna guess it. That have we cool. had one of these yet? Um probably no. Not. We have. 
Uh oh. Really? Not here. That, that was in, in Kansas. Kansas. Oh, well, now he's not going to remember. <laughs> I think he doesn't remember much of Kansas. So, so this is something that um, right, let me let me. I haven't talked about my. I, I love Kansas. every one of them. They're oh, all they're great. Absolutely great. I actually because I don't know if you know me or not, but I'm I like funky things. I I think that Portwood's outstanding. I love it. It's good. Um, and I think um, it's toss up between thirteen. Thirteen year old's damn good too. It's that it's that really good blend. I think the twenty two two has twenty two year old has an edge on it, but thirteen's really good too. I love them all. But I can tell you right now. Knowing what they are, I don't own a bottle of this yet. Any of them yet? I'm gonna start buying the bottles of it. This is Cavalon. Uh, so it's uh, Indian. It is. Was it Indian whiskey? I don't have. I, I remember she, we had some. That's so not scotch. Scotch, well, scotch. Well, no man. wonder we don't know how, what we're I've talking about. I've been bamboozled <laughs> with a cold finger. Yeah, you get you get cold fingered, but it's delicious. They're good. They're I, very. The 22 good. is a really. I'm not. I can't believe. Anything less than for 22 years in a barrel in India. No, yeah. that's Taiwan, isn't it? Taiwan's Taiwanese. Taiwanese, yeah. Yeah, Amarat is yeah. Indian. You just said you get cold. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you guys talking about. So uh, we don't, don't the, the wheels are off, obviously, because it's the end of the show. Wait till so, we come back at 2 in the morning. I, I want to say thank you for those samples, Will Hobbs. They're, I, that, they're that, that was a cool oh, first experiment. I mean, I, I would have. I wish we had a little bit more time so to clear yeah. Yeah. clear palettes in between each one to really get you know separating lines between them. But they're they're definitely three unique whiskeys, and it was oh, fun I, to to separate them. And and they all had their own thing going on. But I could pull out. Um, Kavlan got me. Done, there's, done. A, there's some uniquenesses to it that yeah, that are yeah, different. Yeah. But I mean, they're similar at the same time. I, I I for one would love to buy a bottle or two of this, and I would be. Fine with us reviewing a bottle or two. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a it, obviously they're they're a player in the whiskey market for sure because they they put out good whiskey. But that was a, that was a nice uh, interesting well, uh, side blow there for your wheelhouse. That was a good one. Uh, that was we had no idea. <laughs> you fell for the banana and the tail. <laughs> we did yes, fall for the banana and the tail. Right, the bait and switch. So. Anyway, happy Thursday. Uh, that's that, right? It's a wrap. Um, Very good. Thanks for joining Portwood, us, guys. Portwood whiskey, or, or Portwood wine. Port wine. Uh, what's on the horizon, guys? Real quick, 30 seconds. Got five spots left on the five bus. Five spots on the bus. Get on, get on the, the bus. We've got, a lot. We've, we've got some new series hey, coming out. Before I... We, we, I um, we broke 9,000 subscribers. I want yeah, to yeah, make, you pour know, something you know, for that. Pour something for that. Yeah, here's some cherry. Some of that tawny. Some <laughs> no, I'll go with tawny. You need anything? You, got, get, you got some. Nah, I'll drink the 13-year-old. I like that. I like the port. I'm good. All right, so to 9,000 subscribers. Cheers, guys. Congratulations, man. Good Thanks job, Thanks for man. all your support, y'all. Thank you, everybody out there. Absolutely. And, Couldn't and, do it without you. supporting us. The comments have been great. Uh, they've been keeping me busy. I appreciate it. Um, and thank you, podcasters, for listening to us as well. We're seeing an uptick in that as well. We are seeing an uptick in that, and that, that really surprised me because I'm not a podcaster myself, but I, I mean, I think that's really neat that we're able to get this show out to other folks. You awesome. Know? So, anyway, happy Thursday. Till next week. We'll see you next week, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Sláinte. man. Cheers. Sláinte. I already drank mine.